This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New targeted updates are coming for the Biden administration's Waters of the U.S. rule. The Environmental Protection Agency and the Army Corps of Engineers have asked a federal court for a little time to make updates to a rule that is currently blocked from being implemented in more than half the states in the country. The agencies say they plan to issue updates to the rule in line with the May Supreme Court Sackett decision by the beginning of September. EPA Agricultural Advisor Rod Snyder tells AgriPulse the agency wants its regulation to be understandable in the new post-SCOTUS environment. We feel like we have a duty to um, bring that rule uh, into consistency with the with the Sackett ruling um, in a way that uh, looks at especially the issues that the Supreme Court um, weighed in on was the significant nexus test and sort of the, the wetlands adjacency um, uh, considerations. Um, those are the things that you know, we're surgically going to be working on. Snyder says some of the existing language will remain, including some provisions critical to agriculture. The exclusions um, that we included uh, codified in this most recent rulemaking for things like prior converted croplands, certain ditches, artificially irrigated areas, farm ponds, etc. Those exclusions um, would remain intact. We would not be making any changes to those sections of the rule. Um, and I think those have largely been supported by, by ag sector uh, stakeholders. He says the agency is planning to convene discussions on the implementation of the new language later this fall, but a full public comment period is not expected at this time. There's certainly a number of implementation questions that we want to work on with the ag community and other stakeholders um, this fall uh, to make sure that there's a clear understanding and that we're all you know, getting feedback on the implementation of the rule. Um, but in order to, to try to bring as much certainty as quickly as possible, um, we want to get this done in 60 days so that uh, right now there's there's just fundamentally a ton of confusion right now. Uh, we want to try to uh, avoid that and, and, and get this done quickly. You can read more in our coverage on agripulse.com. In other news, a bipartisan House Ag Working Group plans to study the labor needs and policies of agriculture, but what that means for the Farm Bill is yet to be determined. House Ag Chair Glenn G.T. Thompson and Ranking Member David Scott announced the working group last week. Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman of Arkansas tells Jeff Nally he likes the idea of putting the working group together. Yeah, you've got to understand the extent of the problem. You've got to understand exactly what the problem is before you can solve it. So getting good data that we can rely on. The other problem that you have in dealing with the agencies is, uh, as I said, you know, the 2018 uh, reference price data was 2012. It's so difficult to get updated data from the agencies. But immigration policy falls under the jurisdiction of the Judiciary Committee in both the House and Senate. So Bozeman says he's not sure the Farm Bill will be the place to move a legislative fix for ag labor. GT is very capable. Uh, he's got a lot of good people working on this. And so, yeah, I think it will be really helpful. As far as, you know, a big immigration play in the farm bill, I think that would be very, very difficult. It's such a controversial area. Bozeman says labor concerns are consistently brought up when he talks to producers around the country. Finally today, USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says producers looking for relief from drought conditions might have to wait beyond next week. 
a little bit of good news and a little bit of bad news in this forecast. The bad news is that we expect near or above normal temperatures virtually nationwide. But the good news is that we expect near or above normal precipitation almost nationwide as well. And we do expect some lingering cool conditions perhaps in northern and central portions of the Rockies and high plains. And then for dry conditions, you'll have to go to the far west, generally west of the Rockies. Everybody else generally warm and dry as we head into the early part of July. So we'll have to watch those temperatures, but at least in terms of rainfall, perhaps some of those dry areas, particularly from Texas to the Great Lakes, will hopefully receive some beneficial rain in early July. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers care about their neighbors. Through Farm Bureau's Harvest for All program, they donated the equivalent of 31.1 million meals in 2022. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.